Y'all really think I'm going to trust the CDC? They've been flip-flopping from the beginning, and they be lying. Listen to this. ...about what is and isn't safe after shots has soared as the pace of vaccinations increase. Over 60 million Americans have now received at least one dose, while falling hospitalizations are now barely above 40,000, continuing to set a strong symbol of hope. But is that hope well-placed? We'll get the view from spring break locations where caution seems to have gone out with the wind amid warnings of a potential fourth wave. Let's start with Tom Costello. With more than 2 million vaccinations a day, tonight, hope among the vaccinated that life will soon return to normal. Absolutely. Even just to go to the store, it's like you don't have to be as fearful. I'm looking forward to visiting my grandkids. Now we can play games and run around in the backyard. The latest CDC guidance suggests that's a definite possibility. If grandparents have been vaccinated, they can visit their daughter and her family even if they have not been vaccinated, so long as the daughter and her family are not at risk for severe disease. People are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after receiving the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine or after the second dose of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. The CDC says those who are fully vaccinated can visit others who are fully vaccinated indoors without a mask or social distancing. Visit with unvaccinated people from a single household without a mask if those people are at low risk for COVID, younger with no comorbidities. If vaccinated people are exposed to someone who's COVID positive, there should be no reason to quarantine if they're asymptomatic. So far, the evidence suggests it's unlikely that fully vaccinated people spread the virus. But because that's not definite, the CDC is still urging vaccinated people to wear masks in public, like grocery stores, to protect the unvaccinated and encourage others to do the same. We see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we're still in the tunnel. It's not that hard to wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Assume everybody you come in contact with is probably infected with this virus because it's, it's possible and, uh, and protect yourself. And with spring break season now underway, the CDC continues to advise against travel for now. Therefore, everyone, whether vaccinated or not, should continue to avoid medium and large size gatherings as well as non-essential travel. Well, Tom, well, about 10% of the population has been vaccinated. I know there's great concern about high levels of the virus nationwide. Yeah, nearly 60,000 new cases every single day, 2,000 deaths every single day, and the new variants are in every state in the country. So the CDC says the risk remains very high, Lester. All right, Tom, thanks. Let's bring in our senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Now, John, given the little we know about COVID and the vaccine, what's the risk of indoor gatherings, especially for kids and teens? Lester, it depends. If we're talking moderate to large indoor gatherings, especially where people are not wearing masks or social distancing, even for teens or kids, the risks are high of catching and spreading coronavirus. But if we're talking about small private gatherings, like say with grandparents who are fully vaccinated, that risk is low. It basically comes down to the fact that we know the vaccine does a good job at protecting you from getting COVID. What we don't know is how good of a job it does at preventing you from spreading the virus to others, including the more vulnerable. Now, should people get tested even after being vaccinated? Actually, Lester, no, the CDC has said even if exposed to COVID-19, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need testing, you don't need quarantining unless you develop symptoms. Dr. John Torres, thank you. Make a plan so you'll be ready when it's your turn. Our state-by-state -state guide will help you navigate when and where you're able to receive your vaccination. 
visit planyourvaccine.com for more. With the positive signs we're seeing, there are also new warnings tonight from health officials as more of the country reopens and spring break moves into full swing. Here's Miguel Almaguer. The party and the pandemic. Tonight, these are the spring break images from Florida's bars and beaches, causing alarm for healthcare officials. I see so many freaking people, and honestly, everyone's like almost piled up on top of each other. Florida also hosting a massive biker rally as local health officials near Tampa say a low number of new COVID cases were connected to the Super Bowl, though they concede significant undercounting may have occurred. As Wyoming joins Mississippi and Texas in ending face mask mandates, and crowds with small children in Idaho burn theirs, large unruly crowds partied in Colorado, as many travel to regions where it's easier to gather. They are bringing their events to Texas, and that poses a serious risk. On Sunday alone, a spike in travel. 1.2 million Americans flying to cities like Atlanta for festivities like the NBA All-Star Game. Every time that there is a surge in travel, we have a surge in cases in this country. Nationwide hospitalizations have fallen about 70%, allowing even hard-hit states like California to move towards reopening. Next month, a reduced number of fans can attend Major League Baseball games and theme parks in the state hit hardest by the pandemic. But the reopening won't look anything like this as many Americans begin to emerge from a year of isolation. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News. In just 60 seconds, what happened in the courtroom today in the trial of a former police officer charged in George Floyd's death? and reaction to those stunning claims by Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Tensions are high in Minneapolis with jury selection delayed in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the former police officer charged in the killing of George Floyd. With more, here's Gabe Gutierrez. Today, marchers took to the streets of a heavily fortified Minneapolis for what was scheduled to be the first day of jury selection in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin. A former officer who prosecutors say knelt on George Floyd's neck for about nine minutes. Is this case about just George Floyd? No, this case is about the representation of all black men in the United States of America. If, if, if they don't value his life, they don't value my life the same way. But the judge abruptly sent potential jurors home for the day, while both sides argued over whether to add a third-degree murder charge against Chauvin. The prosecution wants to delay jury selection until that question is answered. Right now, Chauvin is charged with second-degree murder and manslaughter. In court filings, his attorney has argued the former officer used reasonable force against Floyd. The defense is also expected to point to toxicology reports that show Floyd had fentanyl and methamphetamine in his system when he died drawing outrage from Floyd's family. His sister was in the courtroom today. What we are here for is justice. That's what we need, justice. He needs to be held accountable for his actions. And that's what my family wants to see. The judge now says he plans to start jury selection tomorrow, unless an appeals court tells him otherwise. Lester. All right, Gabe, thanks. New York's attorney general announced late today who will lead the independent investigation into sexual harassment claims against Governor Andrew Cuomo as he rebuffs calls to resign. Here's Ann Thompson. The best. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo.
All right, all right. I think that's enough for that segment right there. Oh, my gosh. You see, I mean, you see how much stuff you got to encounter? I'm trying to I'm trying to understand what's happening with this stimulus bill and this PPP and this money. I don't, you know, but, you know, I just want y'all to stay up updated about what's going on, especially with this virus thing, you know, uh, half, half, half the, um, they say 1% or 10% of Americans have been vaccinated. So now they can go and do this and that. But I want to just alarm you guys. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys to be careful because remember, this vaccination was rushed. They're not going to CDC website. You know, I don't watch enough movies with CDC and how they cover up stuff to make themselves look good, right? You know, but from the FDA, go check on their website about these vaccines. That this vaccination, you know, they was. Uh, approved through by emergency, right? Okay. And they had some some serious side effects that they're not mentioning. Now, I've, I, I have a brother-in-law. I have a sister-in-law friend, I guess. Or is it just a friend? Um, who else I was told? That took the the Pfizer. And I everybody telling me they'd rather take the Pfizer. They really kind of skeptical about the other ones. But my brother-in-law took the Pfizer. He said he good, but he also worked up with the top CEO. So I'm sorry. I I am and he said it. He said that they their vaccine came straight from the warehouse. It was delivered or whatever. It was shipped from Pfizer to the corporation. It ain't go through nothing, okay? So, I am, I, I guess I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, uh, one time one person told me I'm paranoid. No, I'm not paranoid. I, I'm just alert, and I just see how things go. And uh, I haven't did a fact check on this yet, but I am going to do a fact check because I was informed that uh, in the low communities to encourage them to take the vaccination, that they was paying them a supplement, a stipend. You know, if you take this vaccination, you know, you have to waive this. You have to waive, sign a waiver where if anything happens or whatever, number one, you can't sue the company or pharmaceutical. So right then and there, that's a gotcha for me. Oh, no. And they paid them a supplement. They paid them so much money to take the shot and appreciate them for participating in saving lives of America. That's how they made it. That's how they portrayed it, okay? But I still don't trust that. I don't trust that at all. And I haven't really... I asked the Lord, because I was going to get the test. I was going to get my COVID test, which I am. I'm still going to get me a COVID test, okay? Um, And I said, well, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and get the shot. But I didn't feel... I didn't feel that... That unk in my spirit... Like when God tell me to do things. So I'm just like waiting. It's not, you know, somebody, oh, man, I just feel you got to just do what everybody. No, I don't have to do what everybody else do. I'm just sharing with y'all. You don't have to even do what Dr. D saying right now. If you feel that's the best thing you want, go ahead and do it. But until then, I'll be wearing my, my mask. I'll be still doing my same protocol. I'm not going to go and wild out. 
you know, like these people, they going wild out and pile up and everything. And of course, people going to say, oh yeah, I was vaccinated. How you really know they vaccinated? Now they're saying if you travel or whatever, in certain countries, you have to have this vaccination, right? Well, I understand that too. Oh, Lord. I got to chop up my season, y'all. I can smell it. Just fixed me some coffee and I'm doing my printing labels. Mm-hmm. But that's all I wanted to comment on that. How y'all doing this morning? What's up? What's up? What's up, Boom Factor family? It's all good. I pray that you guys, I've been seeing some um, volume. I, I just pray that my expl- explanations of the the PPP for you guys that had tuned in, I pray that it was a blessing for you. And this is the last day. Now, March 31st is the last day period for PPP applications, all right? But today is the last day to apply for the first round. So I'm telling you guys, go to www.womply.com slash EMG, all right? And fill out that, that, that form. It's quick. I did it with a client last night, and she was like, oh, my gosh, this was less than, like, five minutes. If you have all your stuff, get all your stuff. You're going to need your bank statement. You're going to need, uh, well, if you do it the fast track, you're going to have to log in your credentials through it. It's going to automatically just set up everything for you. It's going to ask you about your amount. I went through all of that on that previous um, uh, PPP explanation. I'll plug it back with this uh, thing. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to the next episode and talk about that. Okay, but I just want to, I just pray I was a blessing to somebody to give you a better understanding. So you, if you have a Schedule C, if you have a side gig or whatever, and you put that on your tax return for 2019, this money is for you. Dr. D is out. I'm coming back and explain some other stuff. Let me finish in packaging it. Then I got to go check something online and my day about to get real, real hype. Okay. God bless you guys. Peace, love, happiness, joy, and all the other good stuff because you have Yahshua in your heart and you are striving to do good to all men. Live peaceably and do good to all men. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all.